Greetings, friends. Welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. God bless you, my dear friend. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that you're able to use in your life, in the life of your family, and in the lives of your friends, and in the lives of people you haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And amen. All right. Are we ready? Let's get started. This is episode number 660 and is titled, Good Soldier of Jesus Christ. Is found in 2 Timothy verse 2, 3 through 4. And I'll read it to you from the King James Bible. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him whom hath chosen him to be a soldier. Amen. Well, I hope this letter, I am actually reading the Sunday prayer letter. It's my script that I do on this show. And I write it every Saturday afternoon during my Sabbath rest in the Lord. Today is Saturday. It's May, let's see, what day is this? May 8th. No? Yes. <laughs> what day is it, right? It's Saturday for sure, Sabbath. It's May 8th. This letter goes live on Sunday, but you can also read it on my website Saturday evening. It'll all be up there and ready to go. And it'll be there all week long. We'll be preaching from this particular letter, which is titled Good Soldier of Jesus Christ, throughout this week. Starting Sunday at our location at 28th and Pearl on the corner. And throughout the week at all my corners, I'll be using this uh, letter for our preaching. And then also for Wednesday, our house church, we will use this there also. This letter provides a way for all of us to stay on the same page, same book, same chapter, same verse, and allow the Holy Spirit to use that one verse or two verses or three verses or whatever the Holy Ghost has given us so that we can stand there on that verse, the rock of Jesus Christ, and preach from there and however the Holy Ghost leads. And I use the letter for my script, so we'll just jump right in. Uh, so I hope this letter finds you well and growing in the Lord Jesus Christ, for there is no greater joy than to be in the Lord Jesus at all times. The Spirit of God is here to train us up for what God has planned for His people. Praise and glory to our great King. Let's pray, my friend. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving us such a great joy and peace to know that we are saved and have eternal life through your shed blood on your cross. We love you, Jesus, and thank you for sending us the promise of the Father, the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father, for loving us so very much. Holy Ghost, we praise you and thank you for teaching us the word of truth and for bringing to our remembrance all the things that Jesus has done for us. You continue to show us the way to abiding and keeping in the word of God in our heart and mind so that we can be good soldiers of Jesus Christ. And in your name, Jesus, we humbly pray. Amen. As I start off every Sunday prayer letter, I am so very moved by the presence of God in my life and home. 
I suppose this is one of the many reasons why I so enjoy writing these letters. The Sabbath is and has become one of my greatest days of the week. Resting in the Lord and not dealing with the world in any way has me searching every more the mind of Christ and His love and mercy. (laughs) Praise God. When I visit with others on the street, I can hear in their voice the longing for God in their life. But alas, they seem to me miles away from the God that I love and serve. I often ask, why? What so many times comes to me is, they don't really want me. They don't seek me. They seek after the world and all it has to offer them. Uh, that was the Lord actually speaking in my letter here. I didn't realize it till after I had already gone back through my letter to proofread it. And I'm going, wait a minute here. This is not me speaking. This is the Lord speaking. And I'll say those words one more time because it kind of made me stop when I was proofreading my letter. And as you just notice, I go off the letter at times in a little bit of a side note to add, uh, add things to the letter uh, but that are not in the letter itself. That's one of the reasons I enjoy the, doing the podcast. So the Lord speaking, he said this as I was typing my letter. Because I asked the question, uh, I often ask why. And I typed, what so many times comes to me is, and then all of a sudden the context or the way the words are coming across the screen in front of me changed and this is what the lord was speaking and this is for those who believe that the lord still speaks okay (laughs) here's what he said they don't really want me they don't seek me they seek after the world and all it has to offer them wow let me just do it one more time now just slow down with what you're doing just kind of think for a moment and really hone in on the words here they don't really want me they don't seek me they seek after the world and all it has to offer them wow that's it should be a real wake-up call when you hear the lord speak like that that's actually the i think the first time in two years that he put a his own text in the letter that's uh interesting i don't know why that happened But I will continue in the letter. (laughs) Amen. All right. So then I begin to cry for their souls. My heart breaks for souls as I'm on the streets ministering to the people who run to and fro around me and my gospel banner. Why don't people see the truth? You know, all too often in my preaching and ministering, I break down into tears, usually when I'm by myself because many would not understand my tears. But I know that Jesus understands my tears that run down my cheeks. Oh, Lord, help the people see the need for intercession for souls, for souls, for souls. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Help us all see this need to intercede for souls, not to gain more knowledge on how to soul win, but how to go out into the streets and lanes of our city. And, uh, and before we go out, to be able to intercede for that soul we'll be talking to. Amen. Today's Sunday prayer letter is off and running. 
with the new week ahead for banner preaching and ministry at six locations. I'm hoping to log 30 hours on the street, God willing, that is. The title for this Sunday per letter is Good Soldier of Jesus Christ and is found in the New Testament. However, the bulk of our discourse will be in the Old Testament. As we already know, the Lord Jesus taught out of the Old Testament and brought much new teaching that no one was familiar with because he was bringing eternal life to us. And thus we needed more information, so to speak. I'm, I looked outside because we have a storm, a wind storm out here in Boulder right now. It is fierce, fierce, fierce wind. Um, I'm makes me a little nervous, but uh, the weather in this front range is beyond description, believe me. It is a fierce windstorm going on right now. I keep looking out. Uh, I do have my blinds semi-open. What time is it? It's uh, 5.16 right now. And uh, it's really storming outside. Uh, that's where I'm doing the show. I'm doing it from Boulder, Colorado. So if you ever wonder where I'm at, that's where I'm at. <laughs> In the city of Boulder, the state of Colorado. Uh, so let me scroll through this letter here just for a second here. Some of this off and running. Uh, where are we at here? Sorry, I got all mixed up here. Don't mean to do that, but it does happen sometimes on this show. Let's just jump in right here. The title for this Sunday prayer letter is Good Soldier of Jesus Christ and is found in the New Testament. And I've just read this, but I'll read it again. However, the bulk of our discourse will be in the Old Testament. As we already know, the Lord Jesus taught out of the Old Testament and brought much new teaching that no one was familiar with because he was bringing eternal life to us. And thus we needed more information, so to speak. The interesting thing about today's letter is the Holy Ghost has been bringing this text to me for several days. And this is not normal. Uh, therefore, this may be something that the Holy Ghost is preparing us for that still needs revealing. We'll see as the time goes on. However, we all must be faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ as we move onward toward the high calling of God on our lives. Amen. Our previous Sunday prayer letter is titled, Let Us Reason Together, and is one that was preached from all last week. If you haven't read the letter yet or listened to its episode on the podcast show, John Shuck is Touching People for Heaven, then by all means, please avail yourself to any podcast app that you use and have a listen. Simply type in the search bar this name of the show, and the show again is uh, J-O-H-N and my last name, C-H-O-Q-U-E, John Shuck, and it's John Shuck is Touching People for Heaven. Always use a C for shuck, like the car Chevrolet. It's not Chevrolet, it's Chevrolet. It's spelled with a C and not with an S. Praise the Lord. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him 
who hath chosen him to be a soldier. <clears throat> this scripture here looks like something that we have all read at one time or another. But what I see we are going to do is talk about giving in relation to being a soldier. A little side note here. Uh, I've said a, a few weeks ago that it looks like the Holy Ghost will be having us teach on giving and receiving or um, sowing and reaping, things like that, throughout the summer. Uh, but we're going to be doing it in a completely different tack or context. And uh, so keeping your ears and eyes and heart open to the theme of giving and receiving as we go through this uh, summer, uh, May, June, July, and August, and possibly September. Let me take a sip of tea here. Hmm. I've got Trader Joe's green tea, and it uh, just feels good. It kind of quiets my nerves. <laughs> if you've never done a video or a podcast before, I encourage you to give it a shot because it'll wake you up to how difficult it truly is. So we'll go back into the letter here. This scripture here looks like it's something we have all read about one time or another. What I see we're going to do is talk about giving in relation to being a soldier. This will be interesting to see how the Holy Ghost does this. I can see a little ahead as I typed this letter, but I too am waiting upon the Lord for what will be revealed. Amen. The verse we use for the giving sowing and reaping part is this. It's 2 Timothy 2.6. The husbandman that laboreth must first partaker of the fruits. Hmm, interesting. Well, when a vineyard is planted, I'm going to talk about husbandman just for a second here in the letter. When a vineyard is planted, it must be sown with seed or probably more specifically young plants. In either case, a seed must be sown first. Then the gardener tills the ground, dresses the ground, feeds the young plants, even protects the young plants from pestilence. In a sense, the husbandman loves the plants and cares for the plants as they grow and mature. When the time of harvest has come, fruit will be there and harvest can begin. This is sowing and reaping, giving and receiving. If there is no sowing, then there is no reaping. If there is no giving, then there is no receiving. If you are a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Now, what does giving have to do with being a good soldier of Jesus Christ? Well, the way I see it is, if one doesn't give first, then there will be no funds from the person you are going to soldier for to pay you. There are lots of world examples of countries that ran out of money to pay their soldiers and provide supplies, only to see their army defeated due to the lack of supply. This supply comes from the giving to the treasury, and when war begins, there will be funding available. In today's life, we as believers must be continually preparing for the coming of the Lord. In this preparation, we must be giving now, not later. In this way, there will be supply, or as we studied in Malachi 3.10, meet in God's house. As a preacher, 
who lives and ministers by faith, I can't express this topic more than enough. I see way too many of God's people giving all their increase to the world and a pence, a penny, to God and His work. God's work is going to be changing a little bit in the near future. If every believer has not begun now the giving and sowing into the treasury of heaven, then when it is time to be paid as a good soldier for Jesus Christ, there may not be the supply needed. This is not a light matter, a little matter, or a, a matter that you should not just f- sweep under the carpet, <laughs> for, so to speak. It is one that must be taken serious, for the time is at hand. But we also know that God owns it all. Praise the King of glory. Praise the King of glory. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, it's the simple act of your faith. Just give Jesus a call. Cry out to the Lord and ask Jesus to save you. It's what I did so many years ago. I just laid in my bed one day in my bunk on board our Navy ship, and I just said, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. And I was saved and set free and uh, put into the ministry. And my life has never been the same. And it's always been saved. I've never gone back from the Lord. It's 47 years of walking day in and day out, year after year, decade after decade, with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So it doesn't take a complicated prayer. It just takes a real simple prayer. But it is a call and cry from your heart. It's not an act of works. It's not a, anything. It's a gift that God has provided to anyone who believes. So that's all you got to do, my friend. Just believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, now, let's get into the meat of our topic, good soldier of Jesus Christ. This meat is found in Judges, chapters 6, 7, and 8. As I see it, the way the Holy Ghost is showing us, there could be four parts to the story. It's about seven pages in a normal hand-sized Bible. Part one is Judges 6, 1 through 5. Part two is Judges 6, 6 through 10. Part three is Judges 6, 11 to Judges 8, 27. And the last part, 4, is Judges 8, 28 through 35. Uh, to keep this letter in a digestible format, we will not be going through these seven pages and three chapters in the book of Judges. What we'll be doing is highlighting a very narrow passage that relates to building a new missionary church. Now, For the people who read our Sunday prayer letter or listen to my show right now on this podcast, but are not involved with our missionary church, and you can be easily involved in our church by donating, by giving, by praying, by uh, coming out to our corners, by uh, following us on on our YouTube channel, by following us on our podcast, by uh, coming into our uh, Sunday prayer letter email list. There's all kinds of ways that you can partner with this ministry, but that's a message for another time. So we are building a new missionary church here in the state of Colorado and in the city of Boulder. 
Uh, now, for the people, again, I'm going to say this one more time, for the people who read our Sunday prayer letter but are not involved with our missionary church, then this topic <clears throat> can be applied to your own life and what the Lord is doing in the area where you live. All the counsel of God is applicable to all believers in all parts of the earth. God is no respecter of persons, and there is no private interpretation of Scripture. There is only one God, the Father of all, and one Lord Jesus Christ, one faith, one baptism. So let's go to Judges chapter 7, verse 7, after I take a sip of tea. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why my throat's kind of dry for some reason. Sunday, Friday in Denver was... Uh, was uh, pretty hard on me. I could not last the 10 hours. I did last eight hours, but by 5.30, I got. I started preaching at 9.30 in the morning, and I went all the way to 5.30 nonstop. I didn't get off my feet one moment, and uh, it was busy from the second I got there to the second I left, uh, but I just could not last another uh, two or three hours, so the Lord allowed me to come home early, but it really took a toll. My leg... Uh, that uh, got shattered here a few years ago is bothering me right now. So thank you for your prayers, okay? Appreciate it very, very much. So let's go to Judges chapter 7, verse 7, and see the key topic of what the Holy Ghost wants us to know about right now. Judges 7, 7, and I'll read it to you from the King James Version. And the Lord said unto Gideon, By the three hundred men that lapped will I save you and deliver the Midianites into thine hand, and let all the other people go every man unto his place. In the beginning, when Gideon was building his army of soldiers, he gathered together 10,000 soldiers. Now that's a big number, and a number that would have told everybody that they were actually the ones who defeated their enemy, not the Lord. <laughs> Do you get it? When people come together to do what the Lord has instructed them to do, such as a calling or a sermon or a message or even a preach that is to take place at a certain location and time, people will not counsel the Lord. They will just run on out and go do it. Then they are defeated and put the blame on the Lord and therefore can say that, well, God doesn't care. Listen, I've heard this nearly all my life. People Listen to what the Lord is saying here in these four parts. It would be best if you would put down those other books and magazines and articles and pick up the Word of God and study it diligently. Diligently, my friend. Yes, be vigilant in the Word of God. Here's what uh, Gideon did. He did what the Lord told him. What a novel idea, huh? Let's do what God tells us to do. Wow, let's do that. That sounds like a great deal. <laughs> oh, so many people. I, mean, I, just, I just struggle so much with people. They, they all sit around. They try to come up with ideas for their church or their ministry or what they're going to do, and they never counsel God. That is beyond my understanding. It really. I think that's why I'm still going strong in the ministry. Uh, I mean, I've been down and I've been up. I've been down and I've been up, you know, so many times I can't remember. But I've never, ever stopped. And it could be because I continuously lean on the Lord Jesus Christ rather than my own understanding. So here again is what Gideon did. He did what the Lord told him. 
Gideon followed the instructions, or we could say, Gideon obeyed the commandment of the Lord and received blessings. This sort of reflects what we have been preaching on this last uh, couple weeks. That is, do what God has commanded us to do. Do what God has commanded us to do. Amen? The Lord has been putting into my spirit the numbered figure for praying for and believing for by faith that the Holy Ghost will raise up 300 soldiers for Gospel Evangelist Church. Now, this 300 is also for you, wherever you may live. Why do I say that? I think it is because of the time we are living in right now. Things may change, and they often do. However, we must always be ready for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Yes, I, uh, I realize that this letter and this podcast right now is not the normal letter nor the normal show because usually I give loads of scriptures upon scriptures for all to look at and study. This could be due to the time of our own area of the body of Christ. The Lord may be getting us ready to do something that requires more than what we now have. Taking a quick look at the original number that Gideon had, 10,000 soldiers, here's what the Lord said, as written in Judges 7, 2. And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites unto their hands, lest Israel vaunt themselves against me, saying, Mine own hand has saved me. Interesting, isn't it? How many church pastors are praying for 10,000 people in their church? How many ministers are praying to save 10,000 people? How many churches are wishing they had a congregation of 10,000 members? 10,000 is a big number. It was then, and it still is today. Maybe we should just be asking God how many people we want. Though I am believing, this is not in the letter, I am believing as of today... May, what is it, May 8th, 2021, I'm believing for 300 soldiers, not members, not people, not families, soldiers. I look at myself as a soldier. I've had numerous people over the last two years walk up to me. In fact, it's been over the decades, but more specific in the last two years. Uh, they said, John, you're a soldier. I see you as a soldier. So... It's easy for me then to believe for 300 soldiers. Um, I don't know what that looks like. Uh, It's brand new, and you're hearing it for the first time. Hallelujah. I know a lot of people don't understand the prophetic ministry, but I'm believing for 300 soldiers for a gospel evangelist church. So one of the things that the Lord Jesus has said to gospel evangelist church is, God is building Gospel Evangelist Church. No man will ever be able to say that they built Gospel Evangelist Church. Those are quotes by God, not me, okay? If you take the time to read the four parts of this letter, you will see that the 300 soldiers of Gideon actually, in the beginning, did not do the actual battle. What? That's right. (laughs) You should read it. It's pretty good. 
The battle is not ours. It is God's battle, and God will get all the victory and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And he will get all the praise and all the victory and all the glory for our church, this Gospel Evangelist Church, a new missionary church here in Colorado. He will get the glory. God will get all the glory. And no man will ever be able to say that they built Gospel Evangelist Church in Jesus' name because God is building this church. (laughs) Period. (laughs) End of discussion on that topic. Anyways, uh, the battle's not ours. It is God's battle, and God will get all the victory and all the praise, and no man will ever be able to say that they built Gospel Evangelist Church. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we're done here. Let's pray again. Lord Jesus, we love you so very much. Only because of you do we have this opportunity to live forever with you. What a great joy you have placed before us. Help us, Holy Spirit, to continue being willing and obedient to do the commandments of God. You give us the power and the boldness to go forth and preach and minister the gospel and to testify of all the wonderful works of God. What a marvelous calling you have given us. We love you. And in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. And it's signed respectfully in Jesus, my initials, J.C. Below my initials, I have three scriptures. I'll read them to you from the King James. 1 Samuel 17, 47. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. And he will give you into our hands. Amen. That was 1 Samuel 17, 47. 2 Chronicles 20, 15. And he said, Hearken ye all Judah and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. For thou, King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Jeremiah 50, 22. A sound of battle is in the land. Amen and amen. Well, there you go, folks. This is my Sunday prayer letters written Saturday, May 8th at 2021 at 4.40 p.m. in Boulder, Colorado. It's written by John Shuck, street preacher, church builder, founding pastor, and missionary. God bless you, my friend. Have a great day in Jesus. Amen.